Hey guys, I'm Galena. And I'm Jared. And this is Let's Dish It. On this week's episode of Let's Dish It, this is going to be our spooky season episode. On the spooky season episode, we're going to be talking about ghost stories, haunted places, costumes, and just a whole lot more that may come up. But we're going to go ahead and let Galena get started. Okay, so first off, I want to talk a little bit about haunted places. Now, my favorite haunted place in North Carolina so far is the Balsam Mountain Inn, located, of course, in Balsam, North Carolina. Um, Supposedly, it's been the talk of the town, it seems. The Balsam Mountain Inn was built in 1908. It's been used as a clinic, a home, and currently known for, of course, being a hotel. Now, many people have said that there's been strange noises throughout the day and night, hearing things like nails being drugged against the wall, people talking, and hearing what sounds like, you know, doorknobs turning, things thrown, and even seeing ghosts. It's been reported so much that now they even have a guest book for people to write down, you know, their ghost encounters or, you know, whatever. So, it's kind of like leaving a review for the paranormal, I guess. But with that being said, (laughs) the most famous rooms in the inn are 205 and 207. I mean, they actually encourage people to stay in those two rooms. Now, they do give ghost tours, but unfortunately, the hotel is now temporarily shut down. Not really sure why. I mean, honestly, I think it could be shut down because of, like, all of, like, the paranormal incidents or... Especially since it's it's been around since 1908, there could be, you know, just like different reasons why it shut down, like for instance, asbestos maybe, or, you know, something like that, you know, it's like to that nature, you know, it just could be because it's an older building, you know, they could have like shut it down for that reason or something. Yeah. I mean, I am kind of like really curious to know why they shut it down. I mean, I can't really find anything about it as to why it's been shut down. But, yeah, I mean, don't really know. Right. I mean, like I said, it, it just could be just, just a, a number, different amount of different things. You know, like maybe it's the interiors, like, you know, falling through or just there's just some, like, issues that are causing it. Or, you know, it could have been too haunted and people didn't want to work there anymore. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's just like different there's just like different factors that you have to think of when it comes to something like that. Yeah. Um, so now I want to go ahead and get into talking about, um, something that I'm actually talking about on my podcast, uh, the Red Rum Theory, um, this coming up week, actually. Um, and I'm only going to discuss one of them. Originally, I was going to discuss two, but I'm just going to discuss one of them. Um, but it being about the Biltmore House, which is located in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, the Biltmore House was built kind of like in the ra- around the same time that the uh, the Balsam Mountain Inn was built um, during like the 19 um, 1900s. Um, George Vanderbilt um, set out to build a house um, basically um, on 8,000 acres um, in the town of Asheville. Um, but over the years, there's been like some really like weird occurrences and stuff that's happened um, regarding the Biltmore House. Um, there's been a lot of speculations that, you know, you can hear Edith Vanderbilt hollering for George. Now, there's been sightings of George inside of the library, uh, basically stating, you know, that he would go to his library. And this is like, you know, just a known fact about George. He would go to his library um, during the time of a storm coming through. Um, and 
he would be in there and then people would be hearing occurrences of seeing uh, a black shadowy figure, you know, just standing there, you know, which is what, what is thought to be the apparition of George. But then you would hear the faint whisper of a woman saying, George, just out of nowhere, just whispering the name George. Uh, people believe that is Edith actually hollering George and beckoning George to actually come um, join the party that they're hosting. Um, now, another really creepy thing that happens at the Biltmore is the, uh, I think it's 15-gallon pool that they have. I'm pretty sure. It's been a while since I've like looked up the research on it. Um, but this pool has not been filled in many, many, many years. And there's sightings and there's occurrences of people saying that they can hear like the splashing of water and people laughing and like having a good time in the pool when there's really, you know, there's nothing there. So I think that's actually like really creepy. Um, another thing um, being that people have cited is actually um, this, uh, the sound of like, as this is coming from like, um, from like the workers and like people who's been at Biltmore at night, um, more or less have heard the sound of um, like glass clinking and like party chatter and just like people just having a really good time, but there's not a party being thrown. So that's, that's kind of, yeah, like, like, you know, just, just like hearing all of this and like, you know, I don't know, like, how would you feel like if you went to the Biltmore house and you're just like trying to enjoy like a beautiful grand tour of the mansion and you just heard like the clinking of glass, but there's not like a party being like offered or anything? I mean, it would actually probably really freak me out. <laughs> but honestly, um... honestly, me too. Like, um, now even though, you know, like I did have some experience at Biltmore, it wasn't like, you know, all that scary but i did hear the sound of water splashing at the pool um there was a gentleman who was like not even in the interior like like clothing that we were in now um and part not part of my group there was a guy that had walked up and touched me on my shoulder and then as soon as i turned around he disappeared um also we were walking in the uh the maid's quarters and there was a lady that was in maid attire from the 1900s um and basically you know she walked out of the room just doing her job acting like nothing happened like there's no like live actors or anything like that at Biltmore other than you know the people who do this like, the, the tours that there's like a certain like specific time like type of tour that you're doing but majority of that Biltmore is a self-guided tour so there's not going to be you know anybody walking around in period time clothing and especially floating um yeah so like she was actually like floating past us and that's what creeped me out because you know i was like okay like is anybody else not seeing this and like i'm like the only person that's fucking seeing this shit right now <laughs> like it kind of like freaked me out like not gonna lie yeah i, I would have left <laughs> i mean i haven't i have not been back to biltmore since fifth grade like i i had the opportunity to go when i was in high school but i just wasn't able to go for financial reasons plus a couple other reasons too um but yeah like i don't know i just it was a really really weird experience for me though like you know i've dealt especially, with a lot of paranormal stuff especially you know you were so young so that kind of like 
that can mess up a kid's mind in a way. I mean, honestly, my mind's always kind of been messed up. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I've, <laughs> I've had, like, horrible dreams since I was, like, like really little. Um, but, you know, it's just, like, being so young and experiencing, like, the paranormal at such a young age can really, like, you know, mess with the kid's mind. Like, Delane and I did discuss something like this um, on my podcast. But, like, you know, it just, it does mess with the kid's mind. Like, especially since they're at such a young age, I think I was about nine or ten. I think I wasn't like, that's how maybe hold I wasn't fifth grade. Hell, I don't remember. Eleven, somewhere on there. I don't know. Um, but like, it was just, it was just so, it was so weird. You know, like, I didn't want to mention anything like that to anybody because I didn't want somebody to think I was weird because I see ghosts or something. But, you know, it's, it's all a matter of time now i would love and me and glenn has already talked about this i would love to take a trip back to the biltmore house like it has been so many years since i've went it's just really beautiful it's especially at christmas time that's when it's really really pretty yeah that's definitely when i want to go because <laughs> they really don't do anything for like the fall season i mean yeah they might put like a couple pumpkins out here and there but like they really don't decorate for halloween but like just christmas time all of like the really nice christmas trees decorated throughout the whole entire house is just something that i really want to go see because i've never been during christmas time now um, you definitely do have to mention the cat at biltmore oh my god yes okay so there has been now it, it it's kind of adorable but it's kind of scary at the same time um <laughs> But apparently there's a sighting of a cat. Like, it's like an orange, like, house cat. Um, but apparently it's a headless cat. And it just roams throughout, like, the garden area. So, like, when you walk into the house, there's, like, that main garden area that's in, like, the center of the um, the house. And apparently, like, there's uh, just a cat that just, like, walks around there. And it's a headless cat. But there's no cats inside of Biltmore because they have to keep Biltmore at, like, a very, like pristine like clean all the time type of thing so there's not going to be any animals or anything such a sort in Biltmore um so hearing that I was kind of freaked out I was like a headless cat just walking around like <laughs> I was like uh, um okay <laughs> I was like because <laughs> when I read that I was I was before I did like all my research and stuff especially like <laughs> for like my podcast and everything I was just reading and I saw that and I was like you <laughs> <laughs> now one thing that we do have to talk about which i did talk about on the red room theory aka jared's podcast hey. was <laughs> was cj in his white eyes so jared really likes this story and i haven't really told many people about it but there was an incident where me and him was sitting at the table and of course you know we were looking up stuff on our phones like we normally do. But um, we were looking at furniture at the time. And uh, I had a question and I asked him it. And I look up at him and he looks at me and his eyes are just full on white. No color, no nothing. And it really just kind of like spooked me. And I made the remark, you know, you're not funny, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you know, you looked at me and your eyes were white. And as soon as you, you know, blinked, they were back to normal. 
And he's like, well, you know, you're not the first person to tell me that. And I'm like, uh, okay. But it was just, it was really, you know, creepy and strange. And it, it really did freak me out. And that was the only time that it's ever happened. Now, this did happen a couple years ago. And like I said, that was the only time that it's happened. Yeah, that's that's weird. Um, yeah. And like, and like, I will go ahead and say, this is just like a disclaimer. You know, Galena and CJ are both great people. Like, they don't deal with, like, any, like, witchcraft or, you know, anything like that. Um, but, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just find it really weird that, like, weird stuff just happens to them and it only happens to them. <laughs> but if, if, and, it be, and it be, like, the most weirdest things, too. Like, and it's not, like, you know, like, common stuff either. Like, I remember, um, now this is another story that goes along in with CJ's wide eyes because Galena, or Galena said that, you know, <laughs> there was an issue, um, <laughs> one time <laughs> where, um, CJ, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I like, you know, if you're not busting out laughing in your podcast, you know, you're not having a good time. Um, True. <laughs> but but she told me that like CJ got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. Um, I'll, I'll tell him. But like you yeah, you go ahead and tell him. Yeah. Okay. So CJ actually got a tattoo. Um, it was a good while ago. And uh, the place that he got it done, the dude that owned it was actually into satanic stuff. And he had satanic Bibles laying around, actual skulls, and just, you know, all the crazy, creepy stuff. Now, this dude gave him a pentagram when it was supposed to have been a heartogram. And the dude failed to mention that he blessed the tattoo. And, you know, just freaky stuff started happening afterwards. Well, he told me that when he's around a church or, you know, on holy grounds, that the tattoo actually bubbles up. And I didn't believe him for the longest time about it until Halloween night, you know, because they throw um, those little trick-or-treat things downtown. Well, he said, feel it. And I said, okay. And he pulled down his shirt a little bit. And sure enough, it had bubbled up. Now, this tattoo is located, you know, near his heart. And he did end up telling me, you know, later on that ever since he went and got that tattoo and that dude, you know, told him he blessed it, that he's had a couple just health issues. Nothing really serious, but just, you know, the fact that, you know, he's having a little bit of issues since that. It's just, I don't know, it's a little alarming. But yeah, I would have went back and said, you know, you better fix this shit right now. I mean, yeah, like, you know, especially since like CJ is going to have that like on his body, you know, for like the rest of his life and like dealing with like everything that you guys have dealt with, you know, see, and I'm like, I'm not saying anything bad about CJ. CJ is a great person. But honestly, I honestly think that some of the reasons why some of the stuff that is happening to you guys is because of that tattoo that's on CJ. Yeah, and I mean, I really don't doubt it. It's He doesn't like it, and he doesn't really, you know, like people knowing about it. But honestly, it's there, and 
I don't know. That dude that did it was just, I don't know. He was into some freaky stuff. But Help. do I believe him, you know, that this is actually because of it? Kind of, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, like, I, 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 I don't really think, you know, like, you know, CJ would like purposely, you know, want like to have anything like that on him. And like you said, it was supposed to be a heartogram. But I mean, like, you know, some people like they're, they're, they do stupid shit and that guy's pretty fucking stupid for doing something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, basically, that's not, that's like putting a curse on CJ at that point. Yeah, especially, you know, when you're blessing it and you're into the whole devil crap. Yeah. I mean, CJ was pretty upset about it, and I don't blame him. And, and it wasn't even what he asked for. But the dude, I'm assuming, was a little messed up. Well, he, you know, he was tattooing on him. I don't know, but the whole situation was just kind of creepy. And the fact that, you know, it does bubble up when he's around a church and stuff, that's just crazy. Yeah. It really is. Like, that's basically, like, you know, conjuring in the devil, pretty much, at that point. Yeah. Because, like, because like that's that's honestly <laughs> what is happening. Because, you, like, you know, like I said, you know, putting a pentagram on somebody, especially on their heart, too, like, that, that's a little fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. I think the dude actually got shut down. I'm not really sure, but like, um, he, he deserved in, it. Oh yeah, walking in, you know, you wouldn't really tell that it was a, um, well, basically owned by somebody that was into that stuff. Now he did have a little secret room, and that's where he kept most of his satanic crap and all that stuff. So it wasn't really viewable to the public. Yeah. It was a way, but not as much. Yeah, but I mean, that's still kind of creepy, too, for the simple fact that, you know, like, you know, you have that in your place of business and like people are coming in there and like, I, I don't know, like, I, I wouldn't get a tattoo from that guy. Oh, I, wouldn't I mean, either. I, I, I'm, I'm glad to, like, I know CT didn't know it at the time, but I'm glad he had the fucking guts to do it because I would have been like, uh, I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of here. I want my money back. Yeah. But it was so. just, it was something to experience because, like I said, I did not believe him for the longest time about it until I actually, you know, witnessed it and all that. It was crazy. Yeah. Okay. So now, something, you know, like, and, you know, I, like me and Glenna could sit here and talk about, like, all of our spooky, you know, stories because there's so many of them. Like, there's so many that Glenna and I have both experienced together. Um, but I want to go ahead and like push on the subject of talking about the paranormal, um, talking about like our take on the paranormal and like, you know, like what it means to us. Um, so Glenna, if you, especially since you've had a little bit more, you know, experience with paranormal, um, if you want to go ahead and give your take and your opinion on it, go right ahead. Okay. So, yeah, I definitely believe in the supernatural and the paranormal and, you know, whatever you really want to call it. I believe in it. I've witnessed too much stuff to say, hey, it's not true. But, um, yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, 
some people think it's a little messed up. Some people think, you know, you're crazy in the head if you, you know, you believe in that stuff. But I'm all for it. You know, if say I'm sitting somewhere and I think I see, you know, what appears to be a spirit or whatever, then, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, like I said, I'm all for it. I fully believe in it just because I've witnessed it. And, you know, it wasn't just me that has witnessed it. It's been my family. So, you know, yeah, I believe in it. Well, see, and like, you know, I like see me growing up, like, and I'll be honest, like I'm the first person to tell you, like me growing up, the way I was raised was, um, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not a ghost or, you know, it's, it's just a spirit, you know, it's, 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 it's somebody that's like, you know, like they've died, but like growing up and actually experiencing some paranormal stuff over the time and over the years, you know, it has, you know, kind of affected me and it's kind of changed my life. Um, you know, like I've, I've experienced some stuff, you know, I've, I've, you know, witnessed some, you know, crazy, crazy stuff of my life. Um, I've actually talked about a couple of my experiences on red rum theory. And so is Galena, um, besides what we've actually talked about here. Um, you know, we've like Galena and I have experienced some stuff together and it's actually been at her house. Um, you know, there's just some stuff, you know, like y- you actually have to see it to believe it. And there's a lot of people out there that's like, oh, you know, like stuff like that doesn't happen. You know, you're just crazy. You're just seeing stuff. And like, that's not necessarily the case, you know, like being as, you know, actually witnessing or seeing something paranormal happen. Like, I'll be honest, I think Delane and I are both mediums and the same fact that you know, her and I see stuff that most people won't see. Like, I don't know if Galena has the same issue, but we've talked about this several times before. Um, sometimes I can see people and sometimes I can talk to them and sometimes I can't. Like, sometimes I can, like, connect with them and then there's times where I'm like, okay, if you're trying to say something, I don't understand you and I wish I could help. Um... But I mean, like, like I said, I, I fully believe in the paranormal, like fully, you know, like I believe that sometimes the spirits and stuff that they haven't, they're having a hard time crossing over because they have unfinished business to do. And that's why a majority of the time you'll see the spirits and you'll see the, you know, the, the, the dead, you know, it's just, it's something that's a part of life and people don't want to acknowledge it because they're like, Oh, that, that's bringing in the devil, but that's not necessarily the case. Exactly. Now, I don't necessarily fully believe that, um, you know, seeing spirits is because they have unfinished business. Now, I do think a lot of the times that is the case, but I feel like, you know, a lot of them don't know necessarily how to cross over and, you know, all that stuff. Now, growing up, I saw a lot of things and it did you know scare me as a kid and you know over the years i've gotten used to it because i've seen it so much do i believe i'm a medium or anything like that i i don't really necessarily know but i mean things have happened where things have either you know i've heard them say something or just weird things or i feel things I don't know it's a lot and it's kind of hard to like you know really explain it yeah 
But I mean, it's understandable, though, you know. Yeah, and it, it, it's nothing like you see on TV, like all the paranormal shows or like Long Island Medium. I mean, it's it's nothing like that. No. And half the time, I think all that is just a bunch of crap. Yeah, for sure. Um. So now another thing that we that we want to talk about um, is Halloween costumes. Or yeah. just like kind of like clothing in general for like people who are like on the heavier set side or you know plus size. That is one of the most irritating things to me. They don't make big enough costumes for you know plus size men and women, and you know if they do, it's kind of like a one size fits all, yeah. and it's it's just really irritating. And they only have like a select few. It's not like they make plus size you know Halloween costumes for everyone of all different characters it's kind of just like here's you five for the girls and here's you five for the boys and I just I don't understand any of it (laughs) well see like my issue with the whole like clothing thing um, being as you know a couple years ago um, I tried to dress up as Pennywise and I mean I still did um, but what really irked me about the whole thing was the costume that I'd got, like, you know, it was supposed to be plus size. And the thing I did not like about it was the simple fact of, you know, like you mentioned a minute ago, it's a one size fits all type of thing. But even if it's, you know, for, for a plus size person, the proportions don't work out very well. And in order for me to wear the costume that I had gotten, I had to safety pin it together. And I should not have to feel like complete shit wearing a costume that I want to feel comfortable in. Yeah. And I mean, that's honestly the way I felt. And that's a big reason why I don't really dress up is for one, things never fit right. Or, you know, it, it just it doesn't make me feel confident. And I shouldn't have to worry about, is it going to look right on me? Is it even going to fit? Because being a plus size person, I mean, you really, you don't want to feel like, you know, like you said, like complete shit. You want to feel good, especially, you know, because everybody else gets to dress up. And it just should not be an issue. Plus size clothing, plus size Halloween costumes, just anything like that. It should not be an issue. This is 2021. You know, let's normalize being plus size and having, you know, plus size clothes that look good on us and fit, you know, our body types. Right. And like another thing that upsets me going into like talking about clothing and stuff. Um, And I know I'm not a woman, so I don't have to deal with this issue. But like, I hate how women's clothing, especially their pants, don't have pockets. Yes, are there like those jeggings type of stuff? Yeah. Oh like, my god. Like now, <laughs> Glenn will be the first to tell you, she she don't really wear like pants a lot. Like Glenna always wears like ever since I've known Glenna, Glenna's always worn shorts. Um, but being like like you know like dealing with like my friends and stuff, a lot of my friends you know are girls, and you know just for the simple fact of like 
hearing them talk about like you know i wish i had like, like you know like a pocket you know and like even if they do the only pockets they have is their back pockets they don't have front pockets like well, why do women's pants not have front pockets i know <laughs> it, it's just crazy how you know all these places they just don't make clothes for plus size people that you know are all the same you know, and by that I mean like, um, you know, skinnier girls get to wear all these cute jeans and have all these buttons or all these extra pockets and you know, they're just really cute. And for the plus size girls, we don't have that. And that's one of the reasons why I don't wear jeans is because I don't want to go out looking like, you know, I'm wearing balloon pants or something. <laughs> or. <laughs> Or, or look like you like like your own proportion and have a like a huge muffin top. Yeah. But like you don't. But like I'm just saying. But like that's that's the way that the clothes make us feel, is they make yeah. us feel, like insecure about ourselves. Not only that, but like for me personally, finding jeans that fit me correctly, it's a problem because of course you know I'm five one, and I am plus size. So like I might find a pair of jeans that fit me, but they're too long. Or yeah. I might find a pair that is just right on the length, but I have I don't have a big ass. So they're gonna be baggy in the back. Or they're too big in the thigh area. So it's just like a constant struggle and it's super annoying. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Like I said, like especially for me, you know, being like I'm, I'm a five, I'm a five eleven um, guy who is on the heavier set side, and it's even hard for me to find clothes. Like if I find any like pants or anything, like sh shirts and everything are fine. Like, but pants and stuff, I have to get a specific style, specific link, or not not, not link, link. <laughs> I messed that up, but you know what I mean, like like a specific link, um, and it's it's really hard because you know finding the, the like the right size is always an issue because especially like you know being able to button your pants, like I know that I know that sounds like really weird to say, but just like being able to button your pants in the morning and put your pants on correctly is like a struggle because like I said, they don't make proportionate sizes for people who are on the plus side. Yeah, and it's just, it's the whole thing. I mean, we could go on and on about this, but honestly, normalize plus-size people and plus-size clothing because as of right now, it sucks, and it's just, you know, it's not a thing. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything else that you want to talk about or anything else that we, you think that we should discuss or anything? Yes, let's normalize older people dressing up. Yes. Like, I agree with that. Like, if, for instance, if, like, Betty, Betty down the street, who's 70 years old, wants to go out here and dress up as a sexy cop, <laughs> and, she, and, 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 she, and she looks good at 70, let her do it. You know, don't, don't discriminate against somebody's body type just because of how old they are. Yeah, I'm all for, you know, older people dressing up. I don't care, you know, what age you are. If you want to dress up, dress up. I mean, who cares? Everyone has an inner child, so, I mean, I, mean, I don't hey, see the big deal. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the plus side of Halloween is you get free candy, so why not? <laughs> True. <laughs> but, I, honestly, it's it's a whole thing. Like I mentioned earlier, it's just a big old thing. <laughs> a big old thing. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Any anything else in particular before we end the podcast? Well, while we're on the subject of spooky season, I'm okay. definitely <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go get me a pumpkin spice coffee as soon as possible. I need to get mine, but I have yet to have time to actually go get a pumpkin spice. And I really want to so bad. I want the pumpkin spice uh, muffin. I want to try Ooh, that. That's sure. really good. I heard it's good. Um, be, like, and then I want I definitely. Th- there's something that my friend always gets, and I really want to try it. But apparently, it's a vanilla chai latte with like pumpkin spice cold foam. And she talks about it all the time, and I'm like, I need to try that. So, I might try that this year. (laughs) I might, too. I don't know. I've never had any chai anything. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about... I I actually got a drink from Starbucks not too long ago, and it tasted like grass. Oh, you talking about that matcha? Yes. Ew. Uh. I heard it tastes like great. Like <laughs> when I asked somebody how it tasted, they were like, "Do you want to be honest with you?" And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "It tastes like earthy, and like like <laughs> it's very earthy. It tastes like dirt and grass." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll pass on that." I mean, like everyone was talking about it, so you know, I wanted to try it, and sure enough, it tasted like some grass with some dirt mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> I could never and, imagine. <laughs> it was really gross but yeah I hear people talk about you know drinking um, chai lattes and stuff like that all the time so yeah I definitely want to try something with chai in it whether it be a latte or just you know an iced coffee but yeah that's on my to-do list yeah on, on my to-do list is getting myself prepared for my Halloween makeup looks that I do every year so, oh yeah so 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 this year is uh clown craze um american horror story inspired um what else was it um beauty queen and then steampunk so it's like it's like four it's like four days this year usually i'll do like five but i was like mm, i'm not really feeling five so i'm just gonna do four uh the year before last i did like uh, a whole but like the whole month of October, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this again. Like, I can't, I can't do like a whole like month of Halloween makeup looks. <laughs> My skin can't handle it. <laughs> but I'm yeah, join you. You want to join me? Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> well, go ahead. I mean, if you if that's what you want to do, I'm down for it. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, that's that's 
I'm gonna have to join you in on that because I wanted to do it last year, but I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I didn't have like a whole bunch of makeup products, so I was bummed. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like I said, that, that that's coming up. I usually post that on like Facebook and stuff, so um, that's where it'll be posted at. So, well, I gotta I gotta get prepared for that. Honestly, I just I haven't I didn't do it. So I haven't done it in like a year. My skin has been like fresh from all that like special effects makeup and stuff. Because this year I'm doing some special effects for this makeup. So. Oh, that's cool. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, not really. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> I think we covered all the you know all the bases and stuff that we wanted to talk about, like spooky wise and all that. So, um, I want to go ahead and say real quick, um, I do appreciate Galena, you know, coming up with the idea, um, for doing this podcast. Um, I'm really excited to be doing this podcast with her. Um, we're going to be doing (laughs) episodes on, uh, the red rum theory as well as on here. Um, so hopefully you guys, you know, check us out and check out the red rum theory podcast also as well so uh and if there's anything else you want to add galena be sure to check out the next episode it will be uploaded soon hopefully nothing happens (laughs) but yeah definitely be sure to check us out and like jared said definitely check out the red room theory so until next time bye guys bye